Welcome back to another episode of the lineup. And hello and good evening. It is a wonderful, uh, I suppose, Monday evening. You never know the days anymore, but what an evening it is. The sun is setting. There's some big oil rig ships going out to sea. You can see the, I guess, the mountains peaking. Uh, they're kind of misty because the clouds really give it a, a very intriguing look. That being said, I'm, uh, I'm here to get straight to the point. We're going to be talking about NBA free agency, the biggest moves thus far all across the league. And then we'll take some time to discuss what the Lakers have done with their trades, as I do cover all teams, plus specifically Lakers. Those are my boys. So we're going to go ahead and jump into the uh, pre-song before the podcast. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. stuff. Good vibes. Oh, I love to hear it. Uh, so let's jump right into detail. We're going to start with some of the, I mean, I, I really just want to cover the biggest trades. You know, if you, if you watch NBA, if you watch the NBA all the time, if you don't, you'll probably know most of these names. And if you don't, get to know them. Everyone has a computer, everyone has a phone. And if you feel intrigued to look up some of these players and what's been going on, uh, you're more than welcome to. And if you have Instagram, the uh, two main people that I can shout out, uh, Wojnowski and Shams, two of the biggest, I guess, free agent covering uh, of the NBA uh, specialists, I should say. Specialists is a good word. Those guys cover everything. They have every detail, and they're always on their phones. Uh, there was a meme of Woj at uh, the pier. I guess he hadn't moved in an hour, so people were getting <laughs> people were getting a little worried about him. But that's his job. That's his life. And, you know, I, I don't know what it's like, but I can imagine the, the sport element is always fun. It always is a passion, but it must be difficult. It must be hard. Uh, shout out Woj. Shout out Sham. Shout out anyone who covers that, that uh, intense lifestyle. It's, it's awesome, but kudos. Uh, that being said, let's go ahead and start up. Uh, so the first uh, signing, or, or I guess trade that we'll be covering, was one that involves the New Orleans Pelicans, the Memphis Grizzlies. Big stuff. So, Jonas Valanciunas was traded to the New Orleans Pelicans, and Eric Bledsoe and Stephen Adams were traded to the Grizzlies. Who wins this one? Uh, you know what? I'm going to say New Orleans because Valanciunas is hes just a beast of a player. Started off his career in Toronto, did a lot of good things, bounced around kind of. I mean, I think he went straight to the Grizzlies, and obviously now he's in New Orleans. I think him and Zion will be really fun to watch because... This is a guy that can shoot threes. He can cover the perimeter. He can get to the spot on the floor where he's comfortable with. And it's not just one place. He's got multiple. So I'm looking uh, looking to see really good things for Valanciunas. Bledsoe and Adams, last year I didn't see a whole lot from them, especially in New Orleans. So, you know what I mean? Like, Steven Adams did really well in the Thunder. He became a young man, or he was a young man and turned to a, 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 a true, you know, big man uh, uh, over... Uh, with his days in OKC, and as soon as he went to New Orleans, I think he kind of peaked, I guess I should say. He didn't really get any better, which is fine. It's not a big deal, but I'm looking for him to, if he wants to stay around the NBA, he's got to develop, you know, maybe a a little mid-range, because he's big on the boards. He's one of the biggest centers in the league, for sure, Um, but he does need to 
gain skills because especially nowadays, if you're a center in the NBA and you still can't shoot threes, you know, you're having a hard time. Uh, teams are definitely looking at these guys that are just like, so, you know, they can, they can do anything. Um, so dynamic and stuff. So that's big. Uh, Drew Bledsoe has had a long career, started off with the Clips, played with the Suns. And ever since he left the Suns, he kind of bounced around a little bit. Not a ton. I mean, he played with the Bucks as well. Uh, New Orleans, he'll be on his fifth team, I believe. I might be incorrect, but either way, I definitely think that the New Orleans Pelicans uh, win this trade. Um, all right, let's see. So what's next? Uh, Kemba Walker to the Oklahoma City Thunder for Al Horford and Moses Brown. Those players acquired by Boston. Who wins this one? I think it's pretty easy. I'm a Kemba guy. Uh, Kemba, Kemba, Kemba. I've been with Kemba since... Even UConn, I was watching his tapes at UConn. There was a video, uh, what division is UConn in? Ah, beats me. Anyways, he had a game, it must have been a, a big game anyways, against the Pittsburgh, uh, Pittsburgh University, pretty sure. Uh, one of those ankle breakers, uh, mid-range, kind of near the free throw line, jump shots for the win, and the crowd went crazy. That's the first glimpse I got of, of Kemba, a young... 11-year-old Luby, uh, maybe 12 actually, but that was that was big to watch. And I knew, you know, it's not about the it's not about the dog in the fight, it's about the fight in the dog. Wonderfully said. Um and he has been, you know, that guy. Obviously with the Hornets, he and and the Bobcats for that matter, uh pre pre-Hornet, you know, name switching. Um he was that guy. He was that guy that you can get the ball to and, you know, especially him and Jeremy Lamb uh, finally got linked up, but you know, those are the UConn boys. And I think just in general, Kemba is one of those guys that is dynamic. You know, he's, he struggled with the Celtics and I think it's because he wanted to be that guy and playing along, uh, Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. It was kind of tough because it is a three, three, you know, all-star caliber players and he fell off a little bit. So I think him going to OKC, I can, I can see him and, uh, Jair Alexander, uh, or no, sorry. Uh, Shai Gilchrist, Alexander, my, my apologies. Um, I can see them doing really good things. And I think I can see their chemistry building. And uh, maybe they pick up more players too. They have a lot of young talent now. They're one of the younger teams in the league for sure. Um, that's going to be big. I, 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 see, I do see the Thunder winning that one because Al, Al Horford has always been a good center or reliable one too. But he's getting older. And Moses Brown, uh, do you guys know that? No, I don't personally. So, you know. Who knows? That's that's very that's. You know, I'm not trying to be negative or anything, but I think I hope OKC wins that trade. Um, let's see. These are some big trades right here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna start out with Kyle Lowry and, and, and Demar Derozan. Coincidentally, uh, they both get traded to separate teams. I really thought they were gonna link up, but it didn't work out that way. Uh, Kyle Lowry picks up a big deal with the Miami Heat. I believe he's on a four year contract for some a <laughs> hundred million dollars, something like that. Probably. Uh, maybe even more. Uh, DeMar DeRozan signs with the Bulls. Let's talk about both these teams now. So now you have a team in the Heat with Kyle Lowry, Duncan Robinson, who just got paid big time, like $90 million, sharpshooter for, I think, five years. Bam Adebayo, like I said, Jimmy Butler, and then Tyler Hero. You still have him too. So this is a team that is very unique. I think they still need a bench. You know, Iggy's getting older. They need... They need a true bench, and, and hopefully they'll, they'll, they'll kind of come across that. I think they'll probably be signing a couple more players. We'll see. If I'm, if I'm the Heat, though, 
I'm very stoked on on uh, on my lineup. And then you know, just Eric Spolstra is got to be stoked. He's and Victor Oladipo. My bad, forgot about Vic. Um, anyways, you know, I believe in Vic. Obviously, I think the reason I didn't remember his name is because he's been getting injured. He's very injury prone nowadays. Um, with that big, I think ACL tear in Indiana. Uh, shout out to him though, Vic, oh my guy. He makes music too. I may end up actually uh, sneaking a link to his music in the uh, in the description bar. So stay tuned on that. Maybe I don't know. Um, it's pretty good music, but let's see. Uh, okay, so if I'm the Bulls, I'm looking at this team, and, and you know, let's start with the big man, Patrick Williams, and uh, and Vooch, Nikola Vucevic. So it's a big team in general. Those are those are two big guys, and they really. You know, they're dynamic. They are, you know, altered with kind of being able to do whatever they want. And then you got Alonzo Ball, who also uh, signed with the Bulls. Zach Levine, who's been making a name for himself all throughout his career. And he's finally getting a chance to really shine uh, with this team. And then obviously DeMar DeRozan, who recently signed as well. It's a big team. You have DeMar. You can work him in the post. He's a vet, obviously, so he can do whatever he wants, really. Uh, he's only going to get the team better, I think. And then Zoe, who has become a tremendous shooter in this league. I think he saw Melo, his little brother, come in and start shining. And he was like, all right, that's it. Uh, you know, I've been here since 2017. Start to get rocking. Or time to get rocking, I should say. So, you know, big stuff. Um, that being said, uh, yeah, DeMar. I, this is going to be a good team. There's a lot of depth here, I think. If everything goes well, because, you know, you have all these players. First thing you got to make sure that uh, they can do is play together. That is the game. Uh, it's essential. So if they can play together, I don't see why they can't be a fifth, you know, top five seed in the Eastern Conference next year. I really don't. Um, I think they could be really good, uh, a, a truly altruistic team. Uh, you know, it's one of those things. In the East, it used to be completely different. It was a lot different. Then the, the West. The West was more of a powerhouse. And honestly, the West is still a powerhouse, but the East is, is hard to come by nowadays, um, especially this next year. I'm, I'm very interested to see what happens. There's a lot of good teams. And, you know, last year, a team like the Hornets, who really had a lot of firepower, they were easily one of the funnest teams to watch. They barely made the playoffs. Or, sorry, they didn't make the playoffs. My bad. Uh, they lost the Pacers, I believe, um, which is tough. But... It happens, you know, it, it does. And they'll be back this next year with even more firepower. You know, they got rid of Malik Monk and Devontae Graham. We'll, we'll dive into that too. But uh, definitely the East will be will be fun to watch. Now, that being said, um, so let's see. Uh, uh, okay. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and say, because this was, this was in the mix of all this stuff. We're, we're going to go ahead and talk about the first Los Angeles Laker transaction. So Russell Westbrook was acquired. For Kyle Kuzma, KCP, and Trez. Uh, and they were shipped off to Washington. Uh, Washington, you know, it's a tough place to be. It could be worse. Um, when I think of the Wizards, I don't think of a team that was ever led by Michael Jordan. I don't, personally. You know, that's just not what I think of. I think of Bradley Beal. I think of, personally, the John Wall and Bradley Beal era. From, like, 2013 to... No, no, it was, like, five years. 2012 to, like whatever, like 20, you know, 16, or 2018, probably. Um, and, and they were a dynamic team. They always fell short in the playoffs. Uh, they got really close one year. I, I want to say they made it to the 
they always made it to the second or third round, but they never got to the NBA Finals. Um, and I don't know if that'll happen for them for a while. But either way, um, definitely, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say the Lakers win this one. I think we we got Russ, and you know a lot of people are thinking, well, what's gonna happen? You know, Russ, AD, and LeBron. You know, that's a very it's gonna be hard to see them on the court together. And I agree, but I disagree. I think the first thing I think about is LeBron getting older. Uh, a king will always be a king. And King James is getting older. And, you know, it's like a lion. When a lion gets old, it is a little less strong. And it'll always be the beast of the jungle, the, 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 the top of the hierarchy within the, within the jungle. But it loses some of its ferocity and monstrosity, I should say. That being said, I'm not going to crap on Braun. He is a different breed. But I'm just saying, if he gets tired, we've seen him do. If he's unable to play big minutes, which we've also seen him do this last year, that's fine. Put Russ in. Change the tempo. Now he's got shooters, which we'll get into. All the players that we've signed. He's got assets. He can kick the ball. He can control the tempo, as I said. Uh, fast breaks. Get that ball down the court. I'm telling you right now, we are going to be a fast break team. That's just the way Russell Westbrook plays. And as long as he's in the game, we'll be doing that. So it's a cool thing. It really is. We're fast-paced now. And I like that. And I think if, if AD is, you know, he's not injury-prone, but he's been having some trouble with his ankles, his back. Uh, if he needs time to rejuvenate, sit on the bench, get healthy. Same with Braun. They can do that now. We have Russell Westbrook. Uh, I rest my case. It's a good thing. You know, you can think all you want about all these negative things that could happen. It's just pointless. Uh, you know, do... Do with what you will. I don't know if that makes any sense. But either way, with this information, take it. And I hope that, uh, you know, there's not a whole lot of anxiety. That there's, there's nothing to be anxious, to be nervous about. Uh, we have a championship uh, resignated roster. I think we can check some dots off. We can check some bo uh, boxes off, I should say. Uh, we're doing good things. Rob Palinka, shout out to Rob. Uh, Rob Money. That's my new nickname for Rob. He's been getting money, and reasonably so. I see all these memes about you know, he's got the chain on, like the do-rag and stuff, like you know, holding up the two MVP trophies. He deserves a lot of credit right now. He's doing big things. And one of the things that I see, you know, we're just going to go ahead and get started with the Lakers, baby. It's, it's, it's time. It is time. So we talked about Russ. Um, that's cool. Oh, let's see. Okay, Devontae Graham to, to the New Orleans Pelicans is the last. Big trade that I wanted. Oh, and Evan Fournier to New York City. I mean, those are big. I think New York City needs a shooter. Evan Fournier has proved himself, uh, especially with the Magic. That was where he was able to truly get in his bag and turn into a, a really good player. Uh, he's always been a good player, but he's a shooter. And, and obviously, even fantasy-wise, he's good. And I think he'll do really well in New York City alongside uh, Kemba and Devontae. Or, no, I'm sorry. Alongside Kemba and... What am I talking about? Hold up. No, I'm sorry. He'll play well with Derrick Rose and uh, Julius Randle. And uh, if they keep uh, uh, Reggie Bullock as well. That, that, that should be a good team. I think they, they're trying to get better and to add him is good. Uh, Devontae Graham to the New Orleans Pelicans. That's big too because now you, you know, realistically, you know, you lose Zoe. Obviously, you pick up DT. You still have Zion. You still have Brandon Ingram. And obviously, now you have Balanjunas. 
and, and you know, a young Jackson Hayes, you, you still have a really good looking team and, and you have to take that into to, to, you have to take that into account. So, you know, it's a good thing. Um, anyways, those are the trades that I picked up on for sure. Now let's go ahead and talk about the Lakers. I'm literally losing my thoughts are a little bit stranded here. Uh, and let's, let's click them back into reality. So Kent Bazemore, uh, ex warrior right now, uh, ex Laker actually too. Funny story played with us back in the day. Uh, it's good to see him back as a veteran. Trevor Reza, funny story as well, also used to play for the Lakers. Good to see him again too, and now he's a vet. He is in his own element. You know, had a lot of good years with the Wizards, uh, even before then with the Lakers, and he's he's had a good career in general. Um, I believe he played with the Rockets as well for a little bit. Uh, either way, uh, what a guy. Um, you know, it's good to see him back. Mello, Carmelo Anthony. Um, this is big. I mean, you know, we, we signed Mello, and then that's when I knew I was like, okay, we're getting a ring. We, <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's a cool thing. You know, Mello's, it's going to be awesome to see him get a ring when it happens. Same with Russ. Um, and you can go back to this podcast. I'm not trying to jinx anything, but, uh, you know, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited, man. I really am. So it's cool to have Mello. Uh, obviously, him and Braun and AD and Russ are all very close, so it's cool to see them all on the same team. To be honest, I thought we were going to sign CP uh, when he turned down whatever offer. I think it was like 77 mil, uh, you know, another four-year deal. And he turned it down. I thought he was coming over here. I thought he might have been over at Braun's house with Russ that same time, and they were all talking about taking less of a pay. Uh, but I don't think that was the case because, obviously, he they offered him more money, and he's with the Suns. So, you know, if money is what it's all about, which nowadays it definitely seems like it is, I understand. Uh, Chris Paul is a tremendous point guard. Shout out Trent Barks, actually. Uh, my guy Trent, brother, uh, loves CP. Literally a diehard fan. Um, tough that uh, he couldn't see him in the finals. But that's, the, you know, it's, it's all cool. It's all good, man. Uh, anyways, back to the story. Back to what's going on. Bringing back Dwight Howard. Uh, and, and, and Wayne Ellington, both these guys. Uh, this is Dwight's third time back. Obviously, last time he was here, got a ring, got shipped off to the Sixers. It is what it is. Uh, and he's back. I think he wants to run it back. He really does. He wants to get that second that second ring. Uh, or no, sorry. Well, the second ring with the Lakers. Um, anyways, I think he'll hopefully be able to do it. Malik Monk, a sharpshooter in uh, Charlotte, shot town. And, you know, it's one of those things where I think Malik is a tremendous shooter. I think to me, he didn't get enough time. He didn't get enough time to develop. Uh, I think Michael Jordan liked him a lot actually. And, and they, you know, they had some, some funny moments on the bench. There was a moment where Malik stepped on the court and Michael Jordan like slapped him a couple of times. Like it's one of those things. If you're getting slapped by Michael Jordan and it's good humor and, 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 you know, team love, that's, that's love, man. That's love. And, and you can't, can't look into that too deep, and I'm sure he didn't. There's a connection there. Uh, and Malik Monk, you know, had a great career uh, at, with Kentucky. Uh, obviously did most of his time in Charlotte. And now to see him as a Laker, that's big. You know, uh, a young shooter. All these guys uh, that I've listed here are pretty good three-point shooters, which we've lacked. Um, Danny Green didn't hit. KCP has been streaky. Uh, still a great three-point shooter, don't get me wrong, but he's streaky. I think having all these assets um, will be a really good thing, obviously. And I do want to take a moment. Um, actually, we're just going to take a moment of silence real quick. 
for Alex Caruso. Um, blessings up. No, he didn't die, but we did lose him. He's, uh, he's going to be in Chicago with Lonzo. So let's just take a, a quick moment. I'll let it run for about 10 seconds starting, uh, starting now. Yeah, he's shedding a tear almost, but he's going to be missed, man. Um, the GOAT literally uh, would have been the longest tenured Laker as of now, but now it's Braun. Um, it's sad, man. I mean, the whole city, the whole city loves AC. He's just that guy. He is a tremendous defender, uh, a, a great shooter, too. He's been working on that. He's been working on everything. He's a dynamic all-around player, and there are certain aspects of his game that we won't we won't get back. It doesn't matter who we trade. Uh, AC offers a different type of animosity. And it's tough to see him go. Like I said, that's why I took that moment of silence. I'll st- I'm going to get a jersey, though, for sure. Uh, not a big Bulls fan, but I'm going to definitely get an AC jersey. And the AC jersey that I have, not going to burn, but it'll be sitting in the closet for a bit. Um, all G, though. All G, really, truly. Ain't nothing but a G thing. Uh, but, yeah, shout out AC. That's 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 my guy right there. That's the GOAT. Uh Okay, anyways, <laughs> um, as I said, all the, the signings that the Lakers have picked up, uh, they look good right now. They truly do. I'm excited to see what happens um, around the league. You know, uh, a couple mentions, uh, you know, just because players that we dipped off. Uh, uh, Andre Drummond over to the Sixers for a one-year deal. He, he kind of fell off. I'm glad we got rid of him, um, especially with Dwight and Mark. I'll work with that. You know, Mark is still a vet. Uh, maybe he can kind of have a transformation though, kind of like Melo did lose a little bit of weight, get back in the gym and really be practicing as a vet. Cause yeah, that sounds really mean, but it's not, I, I love the guy. He's a good player. Uh, he always has been, but if he shrugs off a little bit of weight, who knows what he can do? He can maybe go back to the old days in Memphis where he was a killer, you know, from like 2010 to like, you know, 2017, that's seven year streak where he was a legitimate all-star and a almost NBA Finals contender because they, they always made it far. There was one year, I think they, well, either 2013 or 2014, where they went uh, to the semi-conference, the conference finals, I should say, against the Spurs. They lost it there. Um, they were up 2-1, I think. But either way, that don't matter. Uh, big stuff. Um, let's just qu- I'm going to quickly talk about a couple players that just come to mind that got the bag. Um, Chris Paul is definitely one of them. Uh uh, do do the, oh my God, my mind just goes off to different places sometimes. Uh, yeah, Chris Paul was offered a tremendous amount of money. Uh, Mike Conley was offered a tremendous amount of money from the Jazz. Uh, signed it. Trey Young, big bag time, baby. Uh, nobody who I'd rather give money to than Trey. He's just that guy. Uh, and I'm stoked to see him with all the money that he has now. Uh, he's a big time player. Those are the three that come to mind. I'm probably missing a bunch, but it is what it is. Uh, I think that just about concludes this segment. Um, A great one. Like I said, big news. You know, it's not uh, one of those things where uh, I I wanted to make sure most of the names that I was bringing up, you know, probably uh, touch a hair in the back of the mind. And I think, you know, these are guys that are pretty well known. So good stuff. Uh, I mean, I got nothing. Uh, Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. And until next time, uh, I'm going to let the song ride. Uh, Go Lakers. And uh, lastly, actually, long live the lineup.